my beloved Surrendered Walk family. It has been indeed a minute, four months to be exact. But there has been a lot going on and I wanted to stop by and let you know. Before I go any further, I am so amazed that people are actually listening to this podcast. I don't know why it's surprising me because God told me to do it and he said that there's people who will listen. And I promised that I would do it even if it's just one. And he just confirmed something for me today by showing me that, yes, people in the U.S., my friends, my siblings, my family members, they listen because they love me and they want to support me. I have a 5% viewership in Puerto Rico. I thank you for, for taking the time out of your busy schedule to listen. And everywhere else that I'm about to mention, I have a 1% viewing. And that is important to me because I said that I would do this for even if it's just one person. So my 1% in Jamaica, thank you. My 1% in St. Vincent, thank you. My 1% in Malawi, I don't even know where that is, thank you. My 1% in Singapore, in Norway, in Kenya, in the UK, in Romania, and in the Netherlands, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to listen. I am going to endeavor to try and be consistent. This is part of the lesson that I need to learn on this journey. And so I promise you, if you tune in, I'll have something for you to listen to that the Lord has put on my heart to share. So again, thank you to each one of you for sparing your time to listen. If someone were to ask me to paint a picture of my life that I would consider perfect, I would say a cute little home in the country, my husband and my son at my side, they from time to time outside chopping and building things, you know, man stuff, a pickup truck, (laughs) pickup truck, (laughs) a pickup truck parked with freshly chopped wood for fire on a really cold winter night, and a dog that lives outside, of course. I know, I know, I just cannot wrap my mind around a dog in the house. But God, if it's his will, will work on me. Hey, I used to say no dogs whatsoever, so I'm getting there. Never would I have imagined that I would experience a time where everything in my life is challenged while walking through my biggest fear, a true Job experience. Let's talk about it. We can never really be or get too comfortable in this life when we are in relationship with God. Why, you might ask? Because God loves us and he will not allow us to miss out on his kingdom. So we won't be comfortable because something will come along the way to shake us up. Why? One, because there's a lesson for us to learn. And two, 
because God loves us, like I said. God is not very interested in our comfort. He's interested in our character. And he will allow things that's going to transform that character. Back in April of 2021, my husband discovered a lump in my right breast. From that day forward, I was aware that there was a lump there. And if I'm honest with you, I believe I got scared. Not I believe, I got scared. I automatically thought the worst and I didn't know what to do, so I did nothing. Months went by, but it was still constantly on my mind. It was something that we were aware of. However, we weren't doing anything about it until I started to do some Instagram videos and in those videos, I was mentioning some symptoms I was having because amidst the lump situation, my thyroid, I have an overactive thyroid and the symptoms from that started to show up again. Hair shedding and weight loss. Those are the two things that usually tells me that my thyroid is acting up. So I was on Instagram and I was talking about that and a friend of mine from church reached out to me. The reason she reached out is because she had experienced some thyroid issues before and she knows kind of the discomfort of it and she, she just wanted to encourage me to do something about it. Go see an endocrinologist, Monique. I mean, what's the worst that would happen? They give you some medication and get you back on track and you're good to go. Little did she know, it wasn't even about the thyroid for me. It was this lurking lump, you know? I, if I was gonna go to the doctor, the endocrinologist wasn't the one I needed to go to. So I kind of dilly-dallied with that. She even sent me a link of someone to go to and I just, I was just very hesitant. A few days went by and she reached out again. You know, how did it go? Did you reach out? And I said to her, no. And then I, I cut, the Lord impressed me to share with her what my truest concern was, which was the lump in my breast. And she said to me, you know what, Monique? If you go, they can figure out what's wrong and take care of it and you can move on with your life. But if you wait and wait and wait, things usually get worse as you wait we don't know what's going on. We can't see into your body. It's best that you go. I don't know if anyone on this line has experienced anything like this or if you will experience something like this in the future. What I'm gonna ask you to do is not to do as I did, but to do as I say in this instance. If there is ever something going on in your body, and you're just not sure what it is, please, I beg you, go and see the doctor. They're the only ones who can see inside of our bodies. With that said, I eventually 
went on to the computer and tried looking up some doctors and I found this one doctor, Asheville Integrative Center, because I was looking for an osteopathic doctor who I knew would take my whole condition into, into consideration and not just want to go to drugs right away. I found that doctor and I did nothing with the information. I just froze again and just was, I can't do this. When I knew for sure that the Lord had made the decision to let me know that this is what I needed to do, was when my same friend who had reached out to me before sent me the exact doctor that I had found on my own. I said, okay, God, I threw my hands in the air and I said, okay, I get it. I need to go, but I know you have to give me the strength to do this because I can't do this. There had been so many things going on. I was so stressed out. I was so stressed to the point where I can feel pain in my body in just trying to have regular conversations. So I prayed and I said, Lord, I need you now more than ever because I cannot do this. I went ahead, I set up the appointment and paid for the, the doctor. And I got a message saying that the next scheduled appointment was going to be November 30th. I was like, oh, okay, November 30th. But I knew in my heart of hearts that that was too far away. And when I spoke to my friend and I told her, she said, no, Monique, you have to, you have to cancel that. I was going to cancel the entire thing and just not do anything with that doctor. But then the Holy Spirit impressed me to, to call them the following day, let them know that I set an appointment, but what was explained to them what was going on and see if they would call me, if they would move the appointment, sorry. So I did just that. I called the next day and like I knew they were going to do, they moved the appointment from the 30th to the 12th. So I had an appointment for Friday, November 12th to go in and see the doctor. Guys, I was so nervous. My heart was racing out of my chest. I just I could just see what was going to happen, where this was going to lead, not all the way through, but up into the doctor's office. I had figured out in my mind. So I left the house with enough time to get to the doctor for nine o'clock. I, I put the information in the GPS and I head out. When I was about five minutes away, I'm looking around the area that I'm in and it doesn't look like a hospital doctor type of area, you know? And I'm saying to myself, this doesn't look right. And when I pull up, <laughs> when I pull up into the parking lot of the address, it's a church. I'm like, why am I at a church? Long story short, I put in the right address for the street number and the name of the street, but instead of Asheville, it was South Carolina. Now, mind you, I saw the South Carolina sign, but in North Carolina, you can drive through uh, 
South Carolina and get right back to North Carolina. So I just assumed that that's what was happening. And mind you, I was so out of it. I wasn't making sense of anything that I was seeing, really. I literally sat in that parking lot and I said, God, I, I can't do this. The Holy Spirit said to me, just calm down. It's okay. Just call them, let them know what happened, and let them reschedule. So they did that. <laughs> and the young lady was so pleasant. She laughed with me. She understood my nerves and she set me another appointment for eight o'clock that Monday morning. I arrived there with no hiccups this time. And I walked into the office of Dr. Frost, the most amazing doctor that I've ever experienced. And by the end of our time together, all the questions and all of the things that I couldn't even remember properly her conclusion was that it was cancer and I bowed my head and the tears just flowed and the only thing I could say was I don't want to die she told me I can have enough as much sorry time in that office as I needed and I sat in there by myself and I said, okay, God, if you allowed this, then I know you got me. So show me how to do this and let's go. I walked out of that office and I didn't shed another tear. I called my husband, I called my sister and I told them what the doctor thought. And immediately, a mammogram was set up for me for November 18th, my first mammogram. I'm 45 years old, and this was my first mammogram. So I went to the mammogram, nervous as I don't know what. I mean, just so scared. Thank God for my sister, Natasha. Natasha, I don't even know what I would have done without you there. Um, we laughed and we talked as we drove there and we had some more fun in the waiting room and I went off to find out what was going on. They, they did a mammogram and an ultrasound. And at the end of the ultrasound, they said the same thing. The concern is that it is cancer and that we're gonna need to do a biopsy. The day of biopsy came, that was November 23rd. Everything was moving rapidly. I, I didn't even have a, a chance to wrap my mind fully around it. But the 23rd came and again, I was deathly afraid. And when I walked into that room, the doctor that came in to do the procedure, he was so calm and he was so kind and everybody up until that, that day had been so pleasant and so sweet to me that I knew, I knew God was with me on the journey. And the biopsy procedure was not as scary as I thought it was gonna be. I, I actually didn't feel anything. And then came the waiting period. 
Now, this episode has already been longer than I usually like for it to be. So I am going to do a part two. And it's not to leave you in limbo or to leave you hanging, but I want to do justice to this journey. And so I'm going to end here. But what I want you to know, what I want you to take away up until this point is that God truly never leaves nor forsake us. Because all through this journey, as I sit here and talk to you, he has been holding my hand the entire way. And I can't wait to share the amazing moments and the amazing things that have transpired on this journey. If anyone out there is going through anything that sounds even remotely close to what I'm describing, I want you to know that if no human person, no physical being is able to comfort you, hug you, tell you that it's going to be okay as you walk this path, know that the Lord is with you and he will never leave nor forsake you. I have experiences where the Lord literally rocked me to sleep at night. And I'll tell you more about that as time goes on. So don't feel that you need to have a tangible person if you don't, because God is enough. And he's able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless. So this week, as you go through your week, remember who you serve. Remember that no matter what comes your way, you are equipped to handle it. He does not allow it unless he has equipped you to go through it. Beloved, thank you again for listening to another episode of The Surrendered Walk. Now with an appendage of different journeys, I'm trying to think of, of something to add because the journey is going to be a little bit different. But God will give me what it is. However, thank you again for listening. Be blessed and remain surrendered. Hi, beloved. It's Mo here. Just wanted to take a moment to say thank you for listening and to remind you that you can always find me over at The Surrendered Walk on Instagram. And you are welcome to drop me a note at thesurrenderedwalk at gmail.com. Until next episode, may the Lord watch between us while we're absent one from the other. Be blessed and remain what? You guessed it, surrendered.